I'm here to be an all-time great. great. Now rocking with the best. Perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back title. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to another episode of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast, and got my boy Jonathan Mathis on from Sports SoCal Chronicle. Man, how's it going, man? Hope all is well, man. Hey, what's up, man? Everything is well, man. I'm just blessed, you know. Uh, hey, I'm here to talk sports with you, my friend. Yeah, in today's show, we're going to talk about the NBA coming back July 31st, and the schedules for different dates are out, you know what I mean? So let's get into it right here, man. So this is from Shams. This was on Friday. Sources, the NBA informs the Board of Governors of schedule of dates. Training camp is June 30th through July 7th. Um, they travel to Orlando for the 2019-20 season, July 31st. The free agency starts October 18th, and then the 2021 season training camp starts November 10th, and they're aiming for December 1st to start the season. You know what I mean? But what is your thoughts about um, all this information right here? Well, it's good information for uh, basketball fans. And you kind of had, had to push everything back, you know, a bit because, you know, things, um, you know, kind of fell apart after this pandemic, you know, hit the country um, surprisingly in, in a sense. And now the NBA is trying to get back on its feet finally. And, I mean, hey, this is a, this is a positive sign for good things to come for the league. I'm excited about it. Um, I think that they had to carefully deliberate before they just, like, you know, um, reopen things. And they realized that. And I think the NBA has an effective plan that will work out well. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I'm excited. I'm energetic. Looking forward to the season to be resumed. We got eight games. And uh, real quick, Shams tweeted this yesterday. I saved it for today's show. Key dates for when the playoffs start are actually when the playing tournament starts. October, I mean October, yeah. August 16th through the 17th, play-in. August 18th is the first round. Second round, September 1st. Conference finals, September 15th. And then the game one of the NBA finals is uh, September 30th. Do you like those key dates right there, man? Hey, I don't think for most fans, I can tell you that I don't think it matters to them. I think they're just ready to see some sports again. They're ready to see live sports, and that's what we're getting. The NBA's coming back. I think that's enough to appease, you know, the fans. Um, fans are happy. They've been without sports for a couple months now, and it felt strange and weird not having live sports. So I don't think the days matter too much, knowing that basketball is back. But um, the days are okay with me. I'm fine with it. Um, again, things had to be pushed back um, because, you know, the NBA did, you know, take a hiatus due to this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't help but to push things back. 
and try to come up with a specific date and a timetable when things will be when things will go back uh, to being close to normal. Yeah, I like those key dates. I'm excited, and the playing tournament thing is cool. But I feel like the eight game, yeah. the eight games that we have, I feel like I already know if we lose two or three games, like the fans can't get upset because they haven't been playing basketball for three months. I'm really excited. You know what I mean? And also, we talked about this before we came on the air. Um, I guess TNT and ESPN are going to be streaming their games from uh, their studio. You know what I mean? It's not going to be at Disney World. They're not going to be in the stadium. They're going to be broadcasting it from their studio. So I'm not surprised about that either, man. I'm not surprised about anything anymore. You know what I mean? And th this is the other thing I want to get into, too. Skip Bayless talking about if uh, LeBron wins the championship, it'll be known as the Corona Championship. But let me ask you this. Would he be saying that if I won it? Would he be saying, like, what would, what would you think, man? I I really don't know what he would say if another team beat the Lakers. Um, You know, Skip has always been a little tough on LeBron uh, in recent years. Um, I don't think there's a personal vendetta um, against him. But I do think that he's just not a, a fan of LeBron. He's not fond of his game. So he makes statements like that. Now, do I think this will be the coronavirus? Uh, or uh, will there be an asterisk attached to it? No. Uh, because, look, you have to look at it like this. A pandemic, you know, happened. And there's really nothing that the players were able to do. This was out of everyone's control, even the NBA. And, you know, they did this to keep everyone safe, you know. And so, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to attach an asterisk to it when no team's cheated. It's just been a shorter, you know, uh, our season. Mm -hmm. And – I, I would think this playoff is different because you talk about the play-in. Um, you know, our teams have a more likely chance of losing and, you know, getting stunned by another opposing team. So it's hard to say that this will be an asterisk or that this championship doesn't matter. That is ludicrous to me. That is, you know a ridiculous statement by anybody, I would think. So, um, no, no, not not at all. That's crazy to me. Um, whoever wins it, wins it. You know, um, it's just a shorter season. It's not like the team uh, used uh, a, a banned substance or, or they did something to cheat the game or bamboozle the game. It's nothing like that. Then I would call things into question. Yeah, totally agree. But Skip Bayless is a—I feel like he doesn't like LeBron at all. I know he gives him—he gives him no credit, but sometimes he'll be like, "Okay, he's great." But overall, I feel like he's scared of that Michael Jordan, LeBron passing Michael Jordan, so he just tries to. No, he ain't gonna do it. But like, why would you call it a, a abstract Corona Championship, man? Come on now, like for real, like that's disrespectful. You know, it's like. But let me—I guarantee you, if the Clip, somehow if the Clippers win it, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, he deserves it. It's not an abstract." But when LeBron wins, it's a problem. That's letting me know he hates LeBron. I really feel like I know it's his job to talk about sports and all, but he he like just has some type of 
ill will towards him. But let me ask you this, man. Like, I just want LeBron to, when we win the championship, to say something to Skip so Skip can be quiet. Because, you know, but Shannon Sharp and LeBron are cool. You know, I, I know LeBron hears Skip. That's, I just know it. You know, I just know he hears it, but he doesn't want to say anything. Because if he says something, oh, LeBron lost. LeBron does not handle haters. You know what I mean? So maybe his winning will do the talking. You know what I mean? For LeBron, when he's going to do the talking, I don't expect him to say anything mm -hmm. to Skip Bayless. I don't expect him to say anything to any media member. Uh, LeBron simply has nothing to prove to anyone. Mm -hmm. He owes nobody anything at all. Um, the only thing he has to prove is to himself, I would think, and to, you know, the city of Los Angeles and their fans. Yeah. Their fans... Mm -hmm. You know, the fans here believe in him. They believe that he's the guy that can carry the weight of this team and finally get the Lakers over the hump to win a championship. He was brought in, you know, after Kobe's retirement, you know, in the, the, the post-Kobe era to fill his shoes. And I think he has done a tremendous job. But there's unfinished business. And I think once he wins the championship, that will be enough. Um, he won't have to do any talking. Yeah, I agree, man. LeBron, Le like LeBron's a Laker. And LeBron's on the mission. AD's on the mission. This whole Laker team is excited to come back, and they want to win a championship. And I want to see this team <clears throat> win a championship. We haven't won a championship since 2010, man. It's it's We're due. We're due. We're due. And we deserve it. You know what I mean? We're, we beat Milwaukee and the Clippers. We knew how to beat them. But during the year, they were like, oh, you can't beat Milwaukee. You can't beat the Clippers. We found a way. I know what that is. LeBron and AD had to turn it up. And the reason that we beat the Clippers was Kawhi didn't guard LeBron down those stretches. Well, he did, but he, like, LeBron blew by him. And also, for the Clippers, Lou Williams is a liability on defense. You know what I mean? Because there was a play where LeBron's bringing up the ball and A.B. Bradley set a screen. And then Lou Williams cut under it, and they had to guard LeBron. LeBron went by Lou Williams and got an N1 layup. So if we can do that in the playoffs every time, man, I'm excited. But uh, real quick, I guess the NBA, I have it right here. It says NBA teams are now able to sign free agents up to the season resume. So with that's letting me know, Boogie, come through, come back. I'm willing to take Boogie back or even possibly somebody else. But for right now, I would take Boogie back because they're talking about Powell coming back too, Powell Gasol. I'd rather have DeMarcus Cousins over Powell. Not, not, just keep on wondering. Because Powell's a little bit older. But DeMar if DeMarcus Cousins is Laker again, healthy, dominating on the both ends of the floor, we're going we're going on, not undefeated, but we're going to be unstoppable. You know what I mean? I think Paul Gasol wants to retire as a Laker. Mm -hmm. I think after Kobe's death, he is hoping to return to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I think – he fits in because of familiarity, um, because he helped the Lakers win two championships. Um, you know, and at one time in Los Angeles, he was a popular, uh, you know, figure here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And he also, you know, um, is beloved by the population here that's predominantly Hispanic. So I think all that plays a large role in the possibility of his return. Mm -hmm. Now, if I want to stay younger and I 
want to have a chance to win now because Paul is older, as you mentioned, then I would go with DeMarcus Cousins. The thing is with DeMarcus Cousins, we've seen him not being able to stay healthy. The guy is made of glass. True, you know, yeah. Very fragile, um, and he's injury-prone, and that's something to be concerned about. Now, when he's healthy, he's locked in, and he's and he's on it, and he could be a big terrorizing threat, you know, inside the paint because of his size and his physique and his athleticism. And when he's healthy, he's on it. So, DeMarcus Cousins uh, is someone you could sign to a short-term deal. Uh, you won't lose out much. Um, why not go with DeMarcus Cousins? Yeah, you're listening to the Big Baby John Sports Podcast. I got Jonathan Mathis on from SoCal Chronicle. We're talking about the NBA coming back. July 31st. But yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, when he's healthy, arguably when he was healthy, when he was on Sacramento, New Orleans, he was one of the best centers in the league. In the league. You know what I mean? Back to basket, spin, dunk, mid-range. He, he gets physical, and that's something that we need. Not saying Lakers are soft. I'm saying we need some type of physicality in the post, in the paint. With We got the Clippers. We may potentially play Clippers, Rockets, Jazz. They have guys that get rebounds and play tough defense, but DeMarcus Cousins, AD in that post, if Cousins is healthy, well, who knows if we get DeMarcus Cousins. But I saw an article that Miami is interested in DeMarcus Cousins. Miami on the East is a team that people need to watch out for. They got a great team over there. They got Jimmy Butler, great guys over there, great coaching staff. But for me, if you ask me, would you want Pau Gasol or DeMarcus to take DeMarcus? And also, the Lakers can sign their two-way players from the G League. So who knows? We got to wait and see what two players they can sign from the G League, you know? But I'm excited for the season to start up, man. It's been – I'm still – I'm keep on – I'm still mad about losing to Brooklyn. I'm still pissed off. <laughs> like, I want to win. Like, I'm, we have, we've been on a one-game losing streak for three months. Yeah. You know, it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But, you know, <clears throat> you might remember that was only one game. That yeah, I know. I know. And, and that's a game that the Lakers shouldn't have lost, you know. Um, they should have beat Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I – you know, but hey, you know, sometimes those are the nights that you least expect and, you know, a team just beats you unexpectedly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you don't see it coming. It happens. Yeah. That's the nature of the game. Yeah. Yeah, and also too, uh Lakers got Dion Waiters. I've totally forgot that and Yes. Um, that was uh, that was a significant <clears throat> sign. Yeah. Uh, because Dion Waiters can shoot, he can defend. Um, you know, and the Lakers, they needed another shooter. They mm-hmm. needed a, a, a guy who can, uh, you know, uh, shoot from just about anywhere on the, on the court. You know, he has – he could shoot baseline jumpers. He could shoot mid-range jumpers. He could even shoot threes. Yeah. So, that's something that the Lakers needed. They definitely needed help um, and needed a guard who can shoot. Yeah, I totally agree. Dan Waiters, he can bring up the ball, too. He did it in Miami. And here's the other thing, too. He plays defense. He plays that tough, great grind. And we got players on this team that play physical. I, the Morris brother that we have, number 88, he brings toughness. He, the first game, I was like, he got into a scuffle. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. He, he likes to do that. And I'm interested to see what Frank Vogel does in the sense of the starting lineup in this actually second rotation with Deion Waiters playoff. It's quick off the bench, whose minutes going to get taken. I feel like um, – <clears throat> Everybody's talking about, oh, Lakers need a point guard. Go get a point guard. We got Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso is a talented player. 
talented player. And when LeBron and Alex Caruso, their, their PER on the court, is one of the best in the league. So Alex Caruso is talented, man. His game has improved tremendously. I like Alex Caruso. He's a talented point guard, you know. Plays that tough defense dunks. You know, the, the fans love him. You know what I mean? So let's try to implement Alex Caruso more in the class. I know we got Rondo. Let's try to give Alex Caruso an opportunity, man. But we have to see what Frank Vogel does with the rotation. <clears throat> yes, I agree totally with you. Alex Caruso, man, he's a fan favorite here in Los Angeles. Uh, he, you know, he plays with a lot of pizzazz, with a sense of urgency. He brings the energy night in and night out. He's a tough, he's a tough guard. He's mm. a tough guard. Um, and like you said, his game has improved immensely. And he's only getting better in, in, in time. You know, I like his tenacity. Um, I like what he brings to that offense. Yeah, man. I like his game. Just this Laker team. Like, even, like, R.P. Kobe, very Slager one time, he even said, they asked him, what do you think about this Slager team? Championship team. He knew it right off the bat, this championship team. And we got veteran coaches. We got Lionel Hollins, Jason Kidd, Frank Vogel. And, uh, yeah, we got this team is together as a unit. And I feel like for us to win a championship, LeBron's leadership's going to step up. This Laker team's leadership's going to step up. The front office's going to step up, which I know they will because I trust them. So – this leadership's going to win us the championship, but we got to go out there compete. And I'm interested to see from the bottom seed teams like Portland, Memphis, Sacramento, Spurs, and Phoenix. I wonder if they get hot and they could possibly knock somebody out and get in the East. But you never know. You know what I mean? So I'm interested to see about that. In the East, Milwaukee's going to be in the finals. No one's going to stop Kumpo Kumpo. I know he had bad playoffs last year, man, because Kawhi Garden, they double team him, but I feel like Milwaukee. Don't get out. You never know. But if somehow, let's say Boston, LA, what are the well, that'd be in a crazy, crazy season. Lakers versus Boston. Lakers beat Boston. LeBron gets his Lakers get the 17 championship. LeBron gets his championship in the 17th season. That would be crazy. But I want Boston. That'll be every Lakers yeah. fan dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and in a, and at a place where dreams come true. At yep. Disney World. Yep. <laughs> and the last time Lakers were in, in Orlando. Lakers won the championship, 2009. That's you know, right. So hopefully that happens. We'll see. And and that's the thing, too, because um, I had my asked people on Twitter about questions for the show today. Um, his name is Ben. He asked um, for LeBron. Does LeBron James need a three-peat to be put in the greatest Laker of all time conversation? What is your thoughts? What happened? Did you hear me? I, I, uh, no, I lost you first. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Technical difficulties. I, I asked my fans on Twitter, uh, give us questions for today's show. My friend Ben asked, what would it take for LeBron James to be greatest league of all time? Does he need three championships, three Pete, to be in that conversation? Well, first and foremost, I don't think he'll be here long enough mm-hmm. to become the greatest Laker of all time. Uh, no one is surpassing Kobe Bryant on that list. Um, You know, because of longevity and because of, um, you know, the fact that he won't win three championships with the Lakers, you you can't, you know, measure his greatness with Kobe Bryant. You just can't do it. So, um, no, he won't be the greatest Laker all time, but he'll definitely be in the top ten. Yeah. 
totally agree, man, 100%. But for me, <clears throat> I said this last time, and it got like, people like, what are you saying? To me, LeBron's a top five greatest Lakers of all time, in my opinion. <clears throat> so uh, it's crazy, man. I like, like, it was, like I used to, that's crazy. LeBron's a Laker, and he, LeBron's going to turn up in the playoffs. And I know Rondo steps up in the playoffs. LeBron does. I'm interested to see. I know AD does too, but I want to see what he does. I know he played the first round second. I want to see to get to that spotlight in a crucial playoff game. So the body AD, I want to see if he's going to make that timely bucket or timely block. If AD's on point, defensively, offensively, we're winning the championship. Because AD and LeBron, when they're dominant, when they get going, you saw what they did to the Bucks and the Clippers. We could implement that in the playoffs. We win this championship, man. We, my gut feeling is any yeah, champion. Where, where, if they're on their P's and Q's, yeah. if they're both on their game, they're relentless and they're unstoppable. Yeah, and also, too, any championship is going to be tough. So this championship team is behind me right here. All those teams that got the playoffs, win the championship, tough battles, grind out game, win by one point. And if we win by one point in the NBA playoffs and get to the finals, win by one point, win championship, Part of the game. It's going to happen. You know, you're going to have a time where you have to yep. grind out defense. You're going to have a time in possession where you need a defense to stop to get it off. You get the defense to stop, get the ball back, and score. It's going to happen. It happened in game seven of the NBA Finals when Kobe was struggling to shoot the ball, but he did other things get rebounds, assists, taking charges. And Ron Test hit that big shot. You know, and I feel like, speaking of Ron Test, I feel like that shot right there should be put in the conversation for one of the best shots of all time. One of the best shots of all time in Lake history. Yep. His, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher. Yep. yep. Yeah. You got, and there's so many Kobe. There's so many Kobe game winners. Oh, it's hard. So many Kobe buzzer <laughs> beater. It's hard to count. Shots. Yeah. It's hard to count, man. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to end this Big Baby Jones Sports Podcast. Um, Jonathan Mathis, go ahead and give out your social media. But I'll put it in the link in the description for them to go subscribe to you. Or not subscribe, follow you on your social media, man. So go ahead and give out your social media. Sure. You guys uh, can hit me up on Instagram, <laughs> SportsJudge85. Check out my pictures there. Don't be shy. Leave me a message. Say what's up. Where you can really find me is on Facebook, uh, SoCal Chronicle Sports fan page. Make sure you give it a thumbs up, please. I'm over 600 followers and 600 likes. So give it a big thumbs up and uh, look for some content. Yeah. Also, you guys can follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan. Underscore. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. There are 36% people not subscribed. What are you doing? Hit that subscribe button. You know? And Jonathan, thank you so much for joining. We'll be back on next Tuesday. 3.30 p.m. West Coast time. So see you then, Jonathan. Take care. Have a good day. See you then.